everybody, this is P with All Matters, Car Radio 97, 3 FM in the great state of Seattle. We got a good show for you guys today. We are uh, having a new sponsor on the show. This I actually talked to these guys about three years ago, and I'm glad they're aboard with us. It's Pacific Gutter, and we have Jeff Johnson, who's the vice president there at Pacific Gutter. How are you doing, Jeff? I'm great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's good to have you on, man. It's uh, you know, people always think like gutters. It's like, why would you want to talk about gutters? But we got a lot of stuff to talk about gutters. I I find them actually, if you get into all of the design aspects and the material science of it, as a lot of my listeners know, I geek out about that sometimes. There's a lot of important factors that go into a good gutter design. So we're gonna we're gonna go through that with you. Um, before we start though, because uh, I want to find out a little bit more about you guys. Okay, something to think about is we all live in the, the Puget Sound area or even uh, Pacific Gutter goes down into Oregon. Uh, just to give you an idea, because you uh, you know it rains here uh, in Seattle, but Seattle on average gets 39 inches of rain a year. And actually, I pulled this off of uh, Pacific Gutter's website, and I did verify it is correct, that about every inch on a 2,500-square-foot roof, so if you're looking at your average size house, that's about 1,500 gallons of water. So annually, you have almost 60,000 gallons of water that comes off your roof every single year. Combine that with the fact that there's 150 rainy days in Seattle. That means 41% of the time, we're wet. <laughs> so we got to <laughs> deal with that some way. And I, Jeff is laughing about that. But it's it's very true, isn't it? I mean, we have a lot of water. We do, especially, you know, what people don't realize, it's not just the, <clears throat> all that water, 60,000 gallons of water. That's, that's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. Yeah. But, you know, every gallon of water weighs eight pounds, eight point something pounds, right? Yeah. So now you're talking 200 and what, 50,000 roughly pounds of pressure on your gutter system. Yeah. Um, And all that's also hitting your foundation. So, I mean, it, yeah. it's. It's way more than most people think about yeah. on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, we're, we're going to get into all that, the hydrostatic pressure and things, because people like to know about that. But before we do, because you're brand new and uh, it's been a while, I, I'd like to kind of uh, know who you are, Jeff. So I guess I got to ask you, like, why did you get into the gutter business? What, what's your story? How did you start? Then how did you get over to Pacific Gutter? Well, it's an interesting story. Um you know, it always starts with, so you know, somebody that knows somebody and they say, yeah. Hey, you should, you should apply there, you know? And, um, I've got, have had some experience running companies and building companies. And, um, I, my wife actually knew somebody that had worked, uh, at a company that I don't want to mention their names, but they're really well known in the Northwest. Uh, it's an all-in-one gutter system. They're on TV all the time. Okay. And so I, w- I went to work for that company and, uh, they did home improvement, which I was very familiar with. Okay. So you have uh, a construction background then too. As I well. do have a construction background. Okay. Awesome. And so I started working with them and, uh, 11, 12 years go by pretty quick. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it sure does, man. <laughs> and I found myself, uh, the company sold to another company and I had lost my job. 
I'm oh, wow. sure people can appreciate that. Yeah, right? one of those acquisition things. I've been through that more times I can count. Yep. Yeah, nothing's going to change, but then except but for... But then it does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so I found myself yeah. uh, without work, and uh, I don't know. It was it was probably a little bit less than a year had gone by, and I got a call from a guy that I had worked with in the past. Uh, his name's Roy Bledko. He's the owner of the company. And uh, he knew a lot about the gutter business. And he said, like, hey, come. I want to talk to you. And I was like, now, okay. He, had he started Pacific Gutter at that time? He had. No, he, we had. He had. Oh, thought okay. about it. He thought it was. Okay. So this was in the concept stage. Okay. Got it. Concept stage. Yeah. And he's like, uh, he brought me in. He showed me the product because, you know, coming from the other end of, you know, other gutter company, I was like sold on. That was the best yeah. Thing. He's like, no, this is the next generation in gutter protection. Yeah. It's now it's that's the, last... the that's the gutter shutter you're talking about, right? You guys. Yeah. Now, how yeah. did how did he find that? Because I saw on your website you guys are the exclusive dealership. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. how did he find gutter shutter? You know, I think somebody knew somebody that called him and said, okay. "Hey, I know you used to do that." He was in the and, industry, so they they thought they'd reach yeah, out. Okay. You know, and so he he saw the product and was like sold on it. And he, he too thought, man, this is the next generation of gutter uh, protection. We need to get into it. Yeah. And so then he called me and called me and I came down and looked at it and I was sold. I was like, wow, this, they've like taken everything they've done in the past. And they said, what, what, how can we improve on the mousetrap? Right. Yeah. How can we build a better mousetrap? I, I kind of liken it to my, I bought my father-in-law Well, me and my brother-in-law bought him a splitter. For his birthday. Okay. And yeah, those are cool. I have one on my property too. <laughs> yeah. Well, like he's been things. an axe guy his whole life. Yeah. Know? But yeah. guess what? That axe, that splitter does a lot more work. And I'll you tell you, pushing a button is one hell of a lot easier <laughs> than, than swinging an axe. <laughs> yeah. And that's what our gutter system really is yeah. like comparing the old gutter system yeah. is like the axe to the, the axe splitter. Yeah. I mean, this thing is just redesigned, uh, conceptualized, and it's just, yeah. It's so where the, now, as I remember from talking a long time ago, because I think Roy was on the show too about three years ago, isn't gutter shutter out of Ohio or something like that? Is that yeah, since Cincinnati? They they okay. uh, so they're American made, right? The the yeah. materials they have materials are American made. The product is American made. That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And the design came out of America, and I I'm assuming it has a patent, so it's patent. Yes, and all that. We actually have three solid. Are one, two, three, four patents on it. Four patents. On the products. Okay. Yep. So we'll, we'll get into that too. Okay. So that's good. So then uh, somehow Roy convinced you to jump on board. You saw the design. <laughs> yeah. You liked it. Now, how many years ago was that, Jeff? That was about three years ago. I mean, years ago. yeah, we were just getting it rolling. And now we're in both states. Uh, we have the Seattle market and Portland market. And yeah, I looked at your table. You, It looks to me like all of, Unless I'm wrong, you can correct me, but all of Western Washington, pretty much all of Western Oregon is where yeah. you're at, wherever it rains, because it doesn't look like you're over in Eastern Washington, but that's pretty dry over there. Yeah. It, okay. It's either dry or frozen. Frozen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> dry or frozen. Well, but but that's good because you guys now, how as far as Washington State, your service area, how far do you guys all go all the way to Bellingham up to the Canadian border? We do. Actually, okay. I just had one. Uh, someone call and they were just outside the area it's, and literally it's because they were probably about 20 minutes to the Canadian border. And I was like, yeah, wow. well, let's go see them. They got trees. 
they got water. Yeah. They got a problem. So that's amazing. And then I saw you're, you're not only just in, you know, King, Snohomish and Pierce, but you're going out to uh, Kitsap County. You even go up into the San Juan Islands. It looks like too. Is that, we do have it listed that you're all over the place. And then you're going all the way down south to the Oregon border and then into Oregon. How far south in Oregon do you go? Uh, right now we're past Eugene Springfield. Um, and we're looking to stretch it all the way to the, the southern border. Okay. So you, yeah, you, wow, you got to go. So how do you, you, how many employees do you guys have? Or they must like drive all over the place. <laughs> they do. Um, but you know, we pay really well. Um, and you know, all of our people that work for us are employed. So okay. we don't have any subcontractors. Awesome. Um, and. So do you have them stationed in different geographical areas or how do you guys work that? Or do they just come out of a central location and then they just drive and stay overnight somewhere? Yeah. If they have to, they, they do that. And we try to batch jobs if we're going to do installs that are far away, you know, okay. so Got it. get two or three of them together. So, so where is, so Jeff, where is your central office? Is it in Washington state or do you have one in Washington, one in Oregon? No, we have one in Tequila, Washington. And Tequila, we have one okay. In in one in Vancouver. So we're in Vancouver. We're we're actually a Washington based company. Okay. Um, but we service the Oregon. So you just right across the border, across the bridge yeah. there from Portland. Yeah. Correct. I used to live in Beaverton. It's a great, oh, great okay. town. Back in the day when it was a farm town. Now it's all grown up. <laughs> I don't think there's any farmland left. No in- farm anymore. No, that was back <laughs> in the seventies. They used to have a nine acre rule back in Beaverton a long time ago where you can only build one house per nine acres and then they had set neighborhoods but then that all went away and everything just grew yeah i used to live over by sunset high school for people that know know that area okay yeah, yeah. i mean they still have a farmington road but yeah farming. that's about the only farm they <laughs> got farming it. going on it. <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right that's good well we got a couple more minutes in this segment so i want to thank you for your story and kind of your background um the only thing else I'm going to ask is, so do you oversee all operations as vice president or what, what is your role? What do you, Yes. Okay. I, I oversee the operations on sales, production. You know, we, we try to create a customer experience for the customer. Okay. You know, too many times today, Pete, there's just not, I, I feel like customer service has been left uh, untouched. I mean, yeah. you know, in, especially in the, the field that we're in. They're just people never call back. They don't give them a schedule. They don't show up on time. They don't deliver what they they promise them. And that's something that from from my my role all the way down, we give the customer an experience that when they're done, they go, wow, they did what they said they were going to do. They showed up on time um, and they answer the phone when I call. If I yeah. have questions. professional, clean, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's great because, you know, that's the, that's why there's con and contractor. And it's unfortunate because there's a lot of bad experiences out there. So I'm glad you guys, uh, and that's, I only have best of breed on this, this show. That's why you're here. And I'm glad you guys are here. So we're going to end up, uh, we're going to wrap this segment up. Uh, we're going to continue this next segment. Uh, get, grab your pen and paper because I will give you the phone number and the website to Pacific Gutter. We're going to start talking about your typical, Forage gutter and then get into their design and why it's superior to probably what you have hanging up on your roof right now. Make sure you check this show out uh, too on mynorthwest.com forward slash home matters. It's there in perpetuity. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM.
All right, we're back. This is Pete with Hope Matters. Car Radio 97.3 FM. Having a great discussion here with Jeff Johnson, who's the vice president over there at Pacific Gutter. If you have your pen and paper, guys, um, uh, we're going to talk about kind of things to look for. But one thing I would suggest you do, pick a day when it's not raining, which I know is sometimes rare up there. But go out and take a look at your gutters. Jeff is going to give you some telltale signs where you may have some issues. And then uh, you want to give them a call. They'll come out and uh, do a consultation with you. You can uh, reach them at 360-230-7622. That's 360-230-7622. Or if you just uh, also want to go online or on your phone, you can go to PacificGutter.com. They do have a, I did look there, and they have a, a request for a, a scheduled meeting, which makes it simple for you too. So you can just do that on your phone and uh, get that set up with uh, Jeff and his crew. All right, Jeff. Um, so question I have is, so what, we got a lot of homes in the Seattle area, practically, well, you guys sent you go all over Western Washington, all over Western Oregon. There's a lot of homes to cover. Um, what is typically, what's a builder grade, a typical gutter system that's put up on a home that most people have? It's three to four inch, you know, it depends on when the house was built. Um, we run into a lot of, you know, typically now four inch is kind of the standard size. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we run into three inch gutter and I mean, that thing can hardly hold water. I think the water's going to shoot right past it. <laughs> it. It's so small. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, it's not just the fact that we get so much rain in the Northwest. It's also the debris from the trees. Yeah. Right. I mean, they shed all year round. So you're they're constantly the gutters are getting bombarded with debris and then water, debris, yeah. then water. And so it's just a that thing. It's like putting a bucket on the side of your house. A bucket's going to fill up. And the problem with the commercial or uh, construction grade gutters is the downspouts are only two by three. They're like a little short, small little guy. And they start. It's like a beaver dam i mean that thing just fills up yeah. so quickly and then you have all this overshooting and issues with your gutters and uh it causes a lot of damage it sure does well and it, like you said the downspouts are even undersized for the amount of water that we get you know in the washington state and Oregon state so i i totally get it so um so with the four inch gutter and the way it's attached i know you're you're kind of poking a little bit structurally it's weak um, but then we also have, let's talk first about just the moisture aspects where it's hanging up in the, um, the fascia board. So guys, just so everybody knows the terminology, right? You got rafter tails coming off from your trusses. And on top of that, they usually stick a board called a fascia board and then they attach the gutter to that. So with these, this existing design kind of pre, uh, Pacific gutter, pre gutter shutter. What are some of the issues that people have? So it gets clogged up and then what happens? It causes problems. Sure. So one, one of the biggest ones is they, the older gutters, they attach it with a nail and they do that every three feet, sometimes four feet. So there's not a lot holding that up there. Remember, I told you it's not just the water, just the pure amount of water. It's the weight of the water. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, if you go out and look at your house right now and just walk around your house, you'll probably see some nails popping out of the gutter. 
Yeah. Now, why, thing, can, why is that, though? Because there's a reason why those things pop out. What, yeah, what is the reason? Is. So here's the question you got to ask. If you took a nail and you hammered it into a solid, dry piece of wood, try pulling that sucker out. It's not coming out, right? Right. right. But if you put it in a wet piece of wood that starts getting dry rot, you can pull that nail right out. Right. And that's what's happening is that gutter fills up, water cascades over the front and the back, and it's leaking into that that uh, nail hole. And then over time, it starts eating away at the wood, and, and then the nail is able to be pulled out, right? right? But the problem is not just that, but the, the debris and the water that's going over the back of the gutter is actually leaching into the roof system. Correct. And to the decking of the roof. And, and then you, know, you have the rafter tail rots and all that rot, stuff. We've fixed yeah. so much of that stuff. It's crazy. So, but I, but I do want to just, just to make a point here, because what you brought up is really good about the nails. And I don't know why. Um, maybe they've changed it. They have more building code requirements now, but you know, this is no different. So in addition to what Jeff said is in, it doesn't matter Washington, Oregon, we get uh, a freeze thaw cycle. And that free soft cycle also, in addition to the wet, will back that nail out. This is why when you guys are building decks, you can no longer use just lag bolts because it's against code because the free soft cycle will back out that ledger board and your deck will disconnect from your house. And I don't know why they don't have building code requirements for gutters like that, too, because it's the same thing. It's a structural hang off the side of the house. But yet I'm not aware of anything like that. Are you? I'm not. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it makes, it's a great point. You know, I know I just had a deck built and man, I made sure I was like put extra screws in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want yeah. that thing falling apart. Well, it's true. I mean, anybody that does building contractors know this. That's a, a building code requirement. Now it's a violation. You cannot do that for that very reason. So now, in addition to what you said too, so the gutter fills up because it has no that debris. And I agree. I mean, we've got, what do we have? Doug fir trees. We've got cedars. we got hamlocks. you got pine needles. you got all kinds of needles. Plus, you know, cedar, uh, where I was from in Olympia, we had big cedar trees. And they're right on top of the roof. And those cedar, the, the needles are flat, right? So then that causes even more of a problem, right, where it, it clogs everything up. And then you got all these deciduous trees, too. So that creates that moisture issue. And the other thing that Jeff was saying too, the guys that very, very key, it's not just the back out of the nails. He was talking about the water getting behind and what causes that moisture rot is a fungi. And you guys will see it up there on your, your software boards. You can see it. Sometimes it's discolored, but that fungi goes in and eats the, the cellular structure of the wood because the fungi needs air, water and food. And the wood is the food. This is why you have moisture rot up there because of these inherent design problems of these existing gutter systems. And I'm sure you probably see that all the time, Jeff. All the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we have a job. They just called me today. They got out there and they needed a hundred feet of fascia board because it was just yeah. toast. And that's the thing is, you know, we're, when we put up, and they're our, lucky if it was only fascia board. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you know, it's like, okay, now the customer but it's the right thing to do is replace the fascia board yeah. because we're putting a lifetime warranty on that. 
So once we want to make sure we're putting in good, solid, dry wood, yeah. because we're, we're guaranteed. You're only as good as what you're attached to, you know? Exactly. And yeah. we don't want to pull, pulling off, falling off later on yeah. because of bad fascia board. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So one other thing before we close the segment down, in addition to esophagus issues and structural issues up by the gutter, there's also that water that runs down. Could you speak to the foundational or the foundation issues that could be a problem because of gutter systems? Well, we might want to do a whole nother segment on that. Well, that's a whole show in and of itself, but I want you to touch on it. <laughs> okay, I'll touch on it. So, yeah. uh, you know, what happens is all that water that's supposed to go into the gutter system and go through the downspouts and be taken away from the house. That's the whole key. That's what the gutters are designed for is take water away from the house because water is destructive. Right. And if you don't have a good system and it's you get that overflow, all that water is diving into your foundation because that's where it's going to go to the least resistant spot in, on your property. Yeah. And where the house was built is where they dug it out and it's the softest ground. So the water is going to want to go to that spot. And so it's going to just pound all that water and weight against your foundation. And that's typically where you see all your mold and mildew and everything yep. is in your foundation, right? Yeah. It's because all that water. And if you have a lot of water, one thing you guys can look for, um, like Jeff was talking about, is there's an efflorescence on the other side. If you go in your crawl space, whether it's a poured footing or a block foundation, you'll see this white substance. That's a leaching effect out of there. But that means you have a lot of water intrusion coming in. Uh, in that particular thing. When we come back, I'm going to touch a little bit more about this because there's some hydrostatic pressure issues that are problems with water by the foundation, the cracks, the cost of that. Because I'm trying to get you guys to understand that if you don't take care of your gutters, you're going to have an expensive problem down the road. A Pacific gutter can help you with that. So we'll be back for our next segment, continue our discussion with Jeff Johnson of Pacific Gutter. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM in the great state of Seattle. Home of Pacific Gutter and grunge bands. You know, I used to, back in the day when I was in college, uh, I'd go down to Pioneer Square when Pearl Jam and all those guys were there. It was like oh, yeah. super cool. But, you know, Seattle is a is a great, great town. There's so many good things about it. And good companies like yourself, which is it's awesome to see. All right. Uh, having a good discussion here with Jeff Johnson, Pacific Gutter. He's the vice president there, runs all operations. Um, they're pretty much wherever you guys are at listening. If you live in Washington, Western Washington or uh, Western Oregon, um, they can take care of you. Um, now, we were talking in our last segment, Jeff, about um, this water intrusion uh, and problems in the foundation. And you had actually mentioned uh, a little bit ago, I think in the first segment, about, um, you know, water's, what, about eight pounds? Uh, yep. And it was some of the things I want to bring up, and I'm because I'm, I'm, this is leading up to a question I want to ask you, but I want to share with you guys that are listening um, cause you know, guys, I, I kind of geek out a little bit that water that Jeff was talking about, it sits down in by that foundation. Okay. And that causes what's called hydrostatic pressure. If you think about it, it's kind of like ocean depths. If you go further down the ocean, you have more and more pressure, right? That's hydrostatic pressure. So 
being me, I went off and did the Pascal calculation, and every four foot of depth is about two psi. But water has about sixty uh, pounds per cubic foot. Sixty pounds per cubic foot. So if if you're looking, a cubic foot is one foot up, one foot over, one foot down. That's sixty pounds is pushing onto your foundation. That with the freeze and thaw, like on the nails we talked about up there, that is what causes the cracks in your poured footing, your block foundation, your poured foundation um, slabs. Okay. And that can be a real problem. I looked it up, and in the Washington area, the average cost for foundation repair from cracks is between $2,500 to $5,000, okay? Now, average cost, and I'll ask the Jeff, because I, I used to do this too, which it kind of jobs. If it's going to be a, a fascia or soffit repair and rafter tails, you got to add to this. It's about 2500 bucks to fix all that. Is that kind of about the right range? I mean, if you got... You got to replace all of the fascia boards, and yeah, and if we top. have to do, yeah, if we have to uh, splice in rafter tails and yeah. do all new fascia board. You're probably it climbs, at, yeah. yeah. It starts adding up real quick. Yeah, it does. So these are not unrealistic numbers, and what I what I'd like to have guys is to prevent that from happening to you, so that you don't have the cost of all that, plus then the cost of getting Pacific Cutter with the cutter shutter, right? So let's just do what cost, right? Instead of two. So Jeff, that leads me to my question, which is, okay, if I'm a homeowner and I go outside and I look around at my gutters up there on the roof, what are some telltale signs that says, hmm, maybe I better give you guys a call? Well, it's you'd be surprised, but there still are steel gutters out there. And I've walked up to a house and there's rust, there's holes in there's the holes in the gutter, yeah. <laughs> in the gutters, right? Or in the downspouts. Mm-hmm. Uh that's your first sign. Okay. <laughs> you better call us quickly. Uh, because those things are are done for, right? Uh the other telltale signs, you you gotta look for nail pops around the house. Okay. So you'll see just, you're actually your gutter tilted, right? You'll start seeing the gutter start to tilt. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll start sometimes in the corners, you'll see the fascia board or the gutter pulling away from the roof, Yeah, uh, which means that it's done for, it's not doing its, its, its duty. Uh, another really good, uh, way is go out when it's raining okay. and check your downspouts, see if there's any water flow going through the downspout, because yeah. that means it's, it's plugged, it's plugged up above. So where's all the water going? Into the roof line. Yeah, in the roof line, or you see it pouring over the top of the gutter, too. Right. So those are all telltale signs. You can actually look even on a dry day and look at the face of the gutter, and you'll see stripes. It looks like tiger stripes. Okay. Um, And so that's that's a good sign that you got water that's coming over the front. So, And what I always say, Pete, if it's coming over the front, because a gutter is like a bucket. It fills up. It's going to come over the front and the back. And the back. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So those are really easy things to, to notice. Uh, also, look in your flower bed along the gutter line. If you look down the, the line of gutter and you see a big trench, you've got overflowing gutter. Then you know it's right? going into the foundation. You got it's issues. Going could, be, could have issues there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's all good. So, guys, take a look out, out there. If you see some of those signs that Jeff just talked about, it's better to do it now and not wait because the more you wait, 
uh, and I used to hate to tell clients that I had when I, we had to come in and fix things. The problem is the more you wait, the more damage there can be and the more damage, the more cost. So give these guys a call. Go to go to PacificGutter.com if you want to just schedule an appointment there on your phone or give them a call at 360-230-7622 and uh, they'll take care of you. We're going to talk in the fourth segment about kind of what they do when they come out and take a look. Um, but I, I right now what I want to do is get into the heart of the matter now. So we talked all about the existing ones that are up there and all the design flaws. So. Tell me about now Pacific gutters. So with your gutter shutter, what is the design you guys have? What did you, because you kind of talked about building a better mousetrap, right? So what did you do in that design that makes it superior to these standard open four-inch gutters? Well, and, you know, until you see it, um, uh, you can't even believe the the size difference because it's not just twice the size. It's not three times the size. It's literally like four times the size of a four inch. To so you six guys inch. are a six inch at the top. Is We're that six correct? inch at the top and at the bottom. Okay. And why did you guys decide to go with six instead of four? Why did gutter shutter do that? Because the volume, just the volume, the volume of water. Okay. Yeah. And especially, you know, we have a lot of high or a pitched roof that, you know, they're not like this anymore. There's a lot of these. Yeah. Uh, it's at least four and 12. And sometimes, yeah, it's up in 10 and 12, 12 and 12. 10, 12 pitch. And, yeah. you know, you got a very quick, the water's coming off. It's going to just skip right over the top of any kind of cover system. Right. Yeah. But yeah. with ours, um, we, we went with a six inch. So we have a larger top. We we've created two little rivets that will slow, stop the, the water from just shooting off, it slows it down and then it hits a perforation. So it comes down off the roof and it hits, I saw, and you showed me a picture, it hits kind of a flat spot and that's what slows the water down a little bit. It does. And there's actually, it's almost like a riverbed. So, because you have two little rivets. Is it it cupped or is it just flat? No, it's just, there's a a lip. So it's a little bit. It's a lip. Okay. Got it. And so, so it hits that and then it hits another one and then it hits the perforation. Okay, and then it that slows it down enough that it can adhere. The water adheres to the. the Now, at the very, you showed me a picture of that. Sorry, you showed me the product here. So you got the you got the the perforation where water can come into the actual gutter to collect. But then there's almost like a bullnose lip. You know, if if people can picture a bullnose, it's on the end. And so, what's the purpose of that in your design to have that bullnose on the end? Well, it's called water adhesion, and it, the water just wants to to stick to that that bull nose and just okay. pull in. And then your heavier debris, your big leaves, and you know your big cedar pieces are going to want to fly off the off of that. Okay. And we're not saying nothing's going to go in there. We know that. Well, you have a little. I noticed there's a. What is the? What's the gap? Is it like a quarter inch, half inch? It's the, It's a. It's probably about an inch. An inch. Okay. So between the bullnose and the other edge of the bottom lip bottom. of the gutter, as you have. Yeah. It. Okay. Yeah. But and that gives the water the, enough to get it come around that edge. Correct. And, uh, and drop in the gutter. Okay. And that's yeah. basically that's a principle of surface tension, really, for water is what Correct. it's doing, right? Okay. Yep. You guys have t- you, you've heard me talk about this. If you listen to my show for a while, that's just a principle of fluid dynamics, guys. It, it, the water will, by surface tension, it will hold together and follow that contour of the lip. It goes back to this fancy uh, this guy that uh, 
kind of uh, came up with this Prandtl membrane theory, which I learned at Seattle University years ago. But it does. It, that fluid dynamics of water will follow that contour. And that's part of the design the Pacific gutter has that brings that. It directs it right into the trough of the gutter, which is great. That's awesome. So, yeah. And then because we have six inch gutter, we can handle a lot more water flow. Yeah. And then whatever debris gets yeah, That's in a big, you showed me it. That's a big gutter. That's a lot of volleyball water. You'd have to have like a hurricane, I think, for it to <laughs> overflow. I talk, I call it the Sherman tank of gutters. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's built like that, you know? Yeah. Um, do you have bigger downspouts in your system? We do. Too? Okay. So yeah. how does how does it compare to the the ones you talked about before? How with the diameter wise, how are they different? So the two by three commercial grade um, construction grade gutter uh, downspouts are are tiny. I like yeah. literally. You know, I have kind of a big hand. I can't stick four fingers into that hole. Okay. The we have a three by four downspout. And I can stick my whole hand and elbow up to my elbow in that downspout. Wow. Okay. So that's quite uh, a bit of larger diameter. Yeah. A lo- lot larger diameter. Yeah. Um, and we did all smooth contour uh, curves for the okay. angles. So there's no sharp corners. Okay. Um, are the downs then, are the downspouts, are they all one piece or they come in sections? How do you guys they, do that? They come in sections. And okay. the biggest thing is we open the bottom of the of the gutter up. So you have uh, like a flare open? Is that kind of what flare of the bottom? And so okay. there's nothing for any debris to like start stacking in there okay. because we we push all of it down. So everything wants to go in. Okay. Kind of like a toilet bowl. You know, you're yeah. flushing. It yeah. Goes well, that's there. what it'll do. It'll, it'll get that pressure bone. And I'm assuming then you run it out a few feet away from the house. And is that part of your install? Yeah. It will sure. either do that or if they have underground drains, we okay. run into a drain. It, Run it into the drain, and we go a step further, Pete. We created a drain defender that basically goes at the bottom right before it goes into underground, mm-hmm. and it has a little basket in there. So any debris that does get in there, it's oh, not going to clog up. It's like a pool, swimming pool, yeah. Yeah, it's a cool. little filter. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Check them out at PacificGutter.com. It really makes this product the only product to choose and what makes it superior as a solution of choice for you. Uh, when looking at uh, making that investment to uh, do your gutters one more time, and that's it. Because I'm going to ask Jeff, too, about warranties and things like that. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3. Ah, bam. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. Having a great discussion here with Jeff Johnson. He's a vice president, uh, bottle washer, and paper hanger over there at Pacific Gutter, right? <laughs> you do it all. <laughs> do it all, yep. <laughs> That's good. Check these guys out at PacificGutter.com. Uh, you can even do it on your phone. Uh, if you have your phone handy, just go ahead and pull them up, PacificGutter.com. And uh, you can you can do an online uh, schedule consultation. Or if you want to give them a call, write this number down. It's 360 230 Two, two. All right. Uh, last segment, Jeff, we left off. Um, you were explaining the the differences in design for gutter shutter. And uh, you talked about, you know, being a six inch and it's at the top and at the base. And this you showed it to me. It's big. So it's carrying a lot of water. And you did talk about that water weight. So the question I want to ask you then is, OK, so structurally, 
how are you supporting that gutter to carry that load of water weight that's going down that thing over the span of that gutter? Yeah. Uh, magic. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's no, good. Though. Not- <laughs> you have levitating gutters. <laughs> <laughs> we have levitating. It's a magnetic. It's really complicated. No, uh, we, we have a patented bracket okay. and it's a, it's a uh, cantilever design. So, the, the, there's two screws that go into the back that either go into the fascia board or into the rafter tails. And those are three and a half, four inch screws. Okay. So it's not a nail. It's, okay. and it's two of them. And so we, we put a lot of support back there. So it supports the back of the gutter. Okay. And this hook on the front of that bracket supports the trough of the gutter. Okay, so now so we have the trough actually hooks into that little bracket you're showing into there. this okay. little bracket. So everything's connected here. Even the end cap actually gets screwed into a bracket as well. Okay. So there's a lot of support going on in in this, I like bridge building. And then the top piece that goes over the cover actually screws into two spots on the bracket as well. So everything's connected and sealed, and so it literally creates this barrier between the water coming off the roof and the gutter so that it cannot get back to the house. Yeah. Okay. And one of the things guys, just he showed, he was showing me here because we're doing this on zoom, but the one that's a beefy bracket guys, it's a, it's a plastic. That's a, is that a a structural, it must be like an, uh, uh, polycarbonate or something. It looks like. Yes, it is. And you know, which you I'm can't break. Guy. Polycarbon is a tough, tough. It's a, and, it's a, a, a good plastic material. And yeah. you see this crosshatch too. So there's a lot of support going on in there. Yeah, you, you, I saw that. You have the structural, so you have the the structural cutouts. That thing is about looks like it's about an inch thick, or maybe more, inch and a half. It's about an inch six, thick. About an inch uh, thick. Yeah. So it's it's guys. And how far apart do you put those brackets? We put one of these every two feet. Every two feet. Okay. So you're getting a lot of so structural support there. There's a lot of structural support there. Okay. All right. And because you're using screws, you don't have the backout issues of the nails. Is that correct? That's, that is correct. Okay. And just so you guys know, he talked about the lip at the bottom. It, it's another bullnose lip on there, just to kind of paint pictures with words. And that actually clips in to the bottom of that uh, shoe on the on the the gutter, correct? Yes, that's correct. Good. And then you, you this, it looks like the shape of this is I, I know they call them like OG style or something like that. It looks like crown molding almost is the kind it of the does. shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you need to go to the website really and and take a look at some of the photos that we have on there. It it really enhances an older home. Yeah, it has they're that, pretty. That, yeah. A curb appeal. And black actually is one of our most popular colors right now. It wow. just it has a nice pop uh, look to it. So That's very cool. Well, you know, actually, you led into my next question, which is, so you guys, it's an aluminum grade um, material, correct? Do you guys use for the gutter? That's and correct. I saw on your website, it's a, a, a 32 thousandths thick aluminum. Correct. One thing I want to point out, guys the if you go to a big box store and you buy an aluminum gutter it's 19 and i just looked it up so um 32 is quite a bit thicker which makes it again more structural aluminum is great probably what i'm guessing and again we can uh, i'll ask jeff this he can that'll be his homework between now and next time is to find out what kind of aluminum that is it's probably a 1000 series and they probably have some kind of a the you know common stuff for this is like a T six hardening, 
which is a heat treatment. They do a quench and then they do an age hardening. But why they do that is it makes it structurally even stronger. You don't need an aircraft grade aluminum for grouters, but you need something that's going to be corrosion resistant and is a good grade of aluminum and is thick. Um, and then the next thing I want to ask you is, okay, so what about coatings for the colors? You talked about black. What what kind of a coating do you put on the aluminum? So it's a baked enamel. So <clears throat> it basically goes through a process where it, they, it's heated. We put the paint on and then it, it gets dried. It gets baked at a high temperature and dried on. So That's the enamel we, you're running through like an oven? Like, yep. Yep. Okay. And then, so because of that, we can put a 20 year paint warranty on it. That it's not wow. going to crack, heal, chip. Um, and why, why enamel? Why do you guys choose enamel? What's the reason for that? It's outside, Pete. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be using a water-based paint on, yeah. A, yeah. on a structural. So stuff. yeah, enamel's oil-based, right? So it's, yeah. it prevents yeah. that from, uh, from falling apart. <laughs> good. That's good, dude. Yeah. You got me on that one. That's good. All right. Um, okay. And then what kind of colors do you guys have? What? How many different colors can people choose from? I know you said black's popular, but there must be other ones. Yeah. Well, I mean, we have uh, white's probably the one that gets picked 60% of the time. Okay. Uh, black's our next most popular color, but we have different spectrums of colors. So, you know, we, there's a lot of green roofs in the Northwest, um, like, you know, those green metal roofs. So we, we yeah. get a green better. Okay. Uh, we got musket brown, which is almost like a gun metal brown okay. uh, for those like log homes and such. Uh, we try to cover most of the spectrum, you know, okay. teratone, grays. Wow, that's uh, good. Do you have those all up on your website? People can go take a look know, or is it something um, they show not, when the sales guy comes Yeah, they, they should be on there. Yep. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. Okay. So you have those. And then you said this is a, a baked enamel process. And is there now when it's when the enamel's baked onto the aluminum, is there any kind of like a mechanical bond there or is it just because it hardens? It's kind of like a shell coat or how does how does that work? Yeah, I mean, it's like painting a car. OK, you know, I mean, they, you got to prep the metal and then you you put your coating on. And if you do it right, it's going to last for a So it doesn't time. peel or crack or chip or anything. Correct. OK. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So that that's that gets me to my next question is because you guys you have this great design. You got um you know good structural attachment. You've got the 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 shutter on the top. Uh you've got a nice baked enamel process. So I saw on your website site you have this it's I think it's called a three-part warranty. So can you explain that to people listening? Yeah, I mean it's you know, I kind of liken it to the old days of craftsmen. You okay. know, I mean, my dad told me when I got out of high school, make sure you buy craftsman tools. And <laughs> I didn't know what he was talking about. But then I remembered one time my brother dropped a hammer out of a tree. My mom ran over it and we went down to Sears and they gave us a new hammer. Wow. Because well, it's yeah. craftsman. The good right? old days. Yeah. The good old days. Right. <laughs> um, so our three part warranty is that we we guarantee for life of the gutter okay. uh, clog free. It's never going to clog. Uh, we guarantee it's never going to come off the house. So that's why we inspect the wood before we install it. That's okay. why we put the two screws on it, right? That's why we have the patented system on it is because we're guaranteeing it's never going to come off the home. And then we have that 20 year paint, year of paint warranty on that as well. So we have those, wow. that three part warranty. And if there is a problem, we're not saying we're perfect, but I haven't had one yet 
but knock on wood, knocking on my head, <laughs> uh, we'll come out and fix it. You okay. call us, we're out there. If it's it's on us, we'll fix it. Not a problem. Wow. That's awesome. That's really a, a great warranty for people. It gives them peace of mind. You know, they're making an investment. And, you know, what you just encapsulated basically is you do this one more time and that's it. You don't have to do it again. Yep. With Pacific Gutter. Well, as always, hey, we're running out of time, but Jeff, it was wonderful talking with you. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Pete, for having me. Yeah. Jeff Johnson with Pacific Gutter. Check him out at PacificGutter.com or give him a call uh, to set up your appointment at 360-230-7622. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3. Yeah,